Hello, everybody. This is Group One's podcast. Joined here by James Lee, Paul Park, Zarek, Ricardo. All right, and then we're going to be talking about the book Weathering Heights by Emily Bronte. Oh right. uh, yeah, today's sponsor is sponsored by uh, Brewers Lantern, and you can use a uh, promo code Heathcliff for a thirty percent discount. Rated one of the best lanterns out there for camping, nighttime activities, put it on your porch, light the house up, all the good stuff. And, and our uh, second sponsor is... The second sponsor is going to be... Let's see. what. Oh, our second second sponsor, I'm so sorry, is going to be um, Zoloff, antidepressant medicine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can use promo code Yeah, no, no, no. We don't got promo code yeah, for that because it's yeah, a scheduled a substance. Yeah. Ask your doctor before you use Zoloft. Do not use Zoloft if you have pre-existing medical conditions such as diabetes, kidney failure, or heart failure. Side effects may include sweating, fatigue, diarrhea, and nausea. Do not use Zoloft if you're pregnant. Yeah. So, now that that's done, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. get into it. Overall... What, you, what, what would y'all rate the book? One out of ten. I think it's like really a seven, good. like a seven for me. Yeah. Seven? Yeah. I think it's uh, eight out of ten because yeah. uh, it shows the the era, uh, the era of Victorian age. Really. Yeah. Well. I thought it was like a five. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, See, no, now, that like, being, <laughs> now that we're being honest, we're going to keep it guys a hundred. I recommend this book, but like. It's like confusing. Here, here, here's, here's what I would like say. It's good. Like, I'll, I'll give okay. it. I'll give it a six out of ten. And I would say, if you are given a list of books to choose from, I wouldn't choose it. Because, no, 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 no. I would say, if you had to choose, like to read a book for school, it's not a terrible yeah. book. Yeah, it's not a bad book. But if First you're reading time, for fun, yeah, no. this no, is a no go. Don't, don't do it, yeah. yeah. You get confused on this mm-hmm. book. So, um, what should we start with? Uh, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of things, you know. To, to really about. talk about that. I feel like the main thing was you know the plot and Paul mm-hmm. was yeah. Paul was really closing in on the plot so he can yeah. start off with that yeah what do you, um, what do you got about that Paul? so the, I'm trying to uh, talk about how author developed the story uh, the author developed the story by showing the character uh, changes in the story uh, for example Heathcliff is a character who is uh, ever present in the Warring Heights and throughout the novel his character changes so, for example, at the beginning of the story, he's like poor, homeless uh, child. Then he becomes a uh, neglected victim, and you know, then you know, he is like a degraded uh, lover, and finally transform into like a vicious, lonely um, master. So yeah. his character development shows like the change due to the destructiveness of love. You know, that never changes, and. Uh, you know, precautiousness of social class so, yeah. and even and even talking about uh development of the story like you know how you said he started off as like you know a neglected like a neglected child because yeah. you know he was taken in off the streets right it's funny though because when the, when they first start the story like this the story is a story like yeah, this story. the book so is a story, story right yeah. Yeah. so we can we we take away from that because we can see like when when the story first starts it just it starts off with heathcliff as you know the mysterious kind of quote unquote cold-hearted man that he mm-hmm. is right but then as it shifts because you know this is an 1800 diary entry like this right. is you know lockwood lockwood right yeah, yeah lockwood is, is, yeah, he's lockwood. writing in his diary talking about you know his his experience at weathering heights and all the stuff that he encounters and we originally we see like he's meeting Heathcliff as a man who's you know just rude and whatnot but then as a story you know like like you're talking about developing the story we start going kind of back in time right and then we start understanding why he is the person he is so Mm -hmm. I think you know like you said how the you you we see character development and change like that kind of I feel like that has a huge part to do with the story development Mm because we get a better understanding of why the plot is the way it is 
through the characters developing. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, after like reading the uh, development of the story, I have a question for uh, other group members. You know, so do you think the tension is building up because of the cha- character change, and do you think that's how Arthur developed the story? And do you think the pacing was like okay, not not too fast uh, development, or was it slow development, or you know, how is it you know structured throughout the book? So, I think I think the tension does like develop like bigger when you um. When you read the book, cause like, like everything is like connected to each other, and like people like love one, and then it builds tension because the other person like marries like that love guy. Someone else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it, like the tension keeps building, and like at the end, I feel like um, like it like becomes like lower the tension, but right. still like it's still there. You know what I'm right. saying? It builds throughout. Yeah, it builds throughout the story. And I thought the pacing for the book was kind of slow. I mean, they were kind of stretching out some parts, but when it got to like the background and the history, it was at a good pace, and we really got to learn about each like individual character. But it was mostly focused on Heathcliff, and it was um I mean Lockwood's reaction to learning about Heathcliff was pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's intended to pace like that because if it was paced too fast. We'd skip out some parts. We'd skip out some part, and you're gonna think like, oh, he's like quickly changed by love. But no, no, he's not. He slowly start to change, and he would even notice. You know, that's funny. That's funny that you said that. It's it's important to keep the pace slow because like, you talk about you know the pace, like how is the pacing of the book? And I think it's like, but when the author paces the book in a in a way that it shows Heathcliff as a really really messed up or not messed, I shouldn't say messed up, but like as a very struggling person. It automatically makes the reader assume that he can't be anything but a struggling person, right? So then once you get to a shift in setting and once you get to a shift in like the time change and they start going back and talking about why he is the way he is, it completely like blows your mind because you're like, you haven't seen Heathcliff in any other way but the way you've visualized him from the very beginning. Yeah, the first impression, right? And it's not like the first impression changes because the first impression changes much later on in the yeah. book right. once you start understanding mm-hmm. why he is how he is right yeah. i think the pacing i think the pacing was yeah. slow but i think it was good that it was yeah. slow yeah i thought it gives you know, the time to yeah. just understand what the character is because there's is. there's some slow pacing books or in movies too where it's like right. they just dra- drag it out for no reason yeah i think boring. yeah i think this one i think it was good with uh, the intentions on yeah it. and i think the tension i think the tension definitely did build like ricardo was saying because love is clearly one of the most key important things in this in this um in this book that you know uh ricardo is going to talk about that a little bit later um but i think i think that's definitely something that that was that was paced well um okay uh, um, well, well, uh, i'm trying to hand on my baton to uh all right you got another, you got yeah. another question so uh, i'm trying to move on to character development uh mainly uh so how do you think the uh what do you think that the character uh, development affected the story i mean the character development, it really focused on two main characters. It was Lockwood and um, Heathcliff. At the beginning of the book, it was mostly focused on Lockwood and how he was affected by all the settings around him. Because he, he's the narrator, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the author was trying to give uh, readers some, some time to like mm-hmm. just acknowledge what Yeah, uh, how Lockwood it feels about, to be right? in Lockwood's um, right. situation and how Weathering Heights like, feels around him. Right. And then as the book went on, the focus shifted from Lockwood to Heathcliff as Lockwood started finding more about Heathcliff's history, yeah. and and then Heathcliff basically becomes like the main focus of the book from now from yeah. then, and it really goes back into the past, 
about how he lived and how he became to like become became the person that he is. He is. is. You know, it's yeah. funny because Lockwood kind of gets no, I don't want to say kicked out of the book, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. left <laughs> out irrelevant. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, because once what's her name? Um, Catherine? No, 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 no. no. The, the, the girl who's talking about oh, the Nelly, 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 Nelly. I'm sorry, y'all. I forgot, I forgot her name. Once Nelly starts talking, it's like Lockwood. Lockwood is his name is not mentioned once because you know once Nelly like in in James talk about that, but like it's once Nelly starts talking about the story and she starts telling because she's been around, right? So she knows what's happened and all that. When she starts telling, wh- telling what, telling Lockwood, yeah, Lockwood about how the things are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Even though she's talking to Lockwood and Lockwood's the one that's yeah. understanding everything. Lockwood's still the narrator, yeah. but he himself is not, not in the story yeah, as a character, yeah. if you know what I mean. So what so do you guys think about the like the how the character develops, like you know how it moves, like one one character to another? So what do you guys think about that? Like it's it's hard to kind of understand up. the yeah, keep up the book because yeah. it's just switch from it one narrator to another, one hot. point to another, one focus to yeah. one another. So it's mm-hmm. just confusing. I, I think I think they develop the characters good. Um, I think it also goes back to pacing with yeah. how they how mm-hmm. they explain everything and bring it into light. Right. Yeah. The one thing that's just really annoying in terms of characters, it doesn't have to do with development. Uh, there's just well, how many Catherines yeah, are there? In that yeah, there's right. so many Catherines. You can't focus on one character. I don't know yeah. how many Catherines there are there's in that book, but there's names. too many. There's Catherines and then there's Cathies. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's intended from the. Uh, yeah, no, it definitely, yeah. definitely is intended. To definitely, you know, like assert that that's the most prevalent person yeah. mm-hmm. to the story you know yeah. what i mean whether yeah, it's, like, Ka- it's one catherine yeah especially yeah. heathcliff whether it's one catherine or another it's just catherine is forever sound surrounding in the story and wherever heathcliff goes there's a catherine in his life right uh-huh. so i think that's that's interesting in terms of how they you know develop that because it shows because that helps the characterization of heathcliff yeah. as well you know what i mean it brings that to light about the you know like how he is what he's always thinking about what's and always on his mind like catherine to him. yeah and the importance of catherine to him because you know that was always obviously the love um i mean the main question about is that how do you think the author developed Kath- i mean heathcliff throughout the book uh, i think um he develops heathcliff like just by like the stories that Nell- nelly and um, lockwood t- say yeah like and like he's love towards Catherine, but then like he has to like shift and like try to get like revenge on edgar just because edgar like Married her. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. So like, it like helps him like develops <laughs> like he's like how he is and like why like why he does the things he does. Mm. Um, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. Uh, I think I think it's interesting because um, you know, like I was saying earlier, we we initially see Heathcliff and we just think like, why is this old not old guy, but like, you know, like why is this man? You know, j- just based off the way he's, you know, described too, like that, that taps in a little bit of like sensory details in a yeah. sense too, right? Like how, of how we image, like, Im- mm-hmm. like you know, the imagery and how we like, you know, um, picture him, um, you know, like a slender man, relatively, you know, not, not just mis- mysterious. We don't find him, you know, he's like a fairly good looking yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, but he's just so rude, right? Yeah. He's immediately, he's, a, cold. he's very cold. Initially we get like kind of cold hearted vibes. Yeah, right. um, but then you know, I feel like it goes, it goes backwards because what starts off with Heathcliff as like a terrible man ends yeah. up with us pitying him. Yeah, yeah. you know what Just I mean? Because like, we feel he's for him. Because we, you know yeah. He's gone so it's so like yeah. I feel like it goes to, to the idea of like you know like judgment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we we, we yeah. initially see him, and the first thing we instinctively jump to is he's right. a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's gonna be like the, the what is it antagonist, yeah, antagonist of the story. The story. So you don't right? know you don't know that love you don't affected know. him exactly cold hearted. And, like, and, and that love really yeah. did play a big a really big part in in, in him in his life and the story because yeah. Heathcliff. So so mainly we're talking we're trying to talk about how Heathcliff is developed, right? Yeah. Heathcliff goes from 
not good to not being understood to I feel bad for you. Yeah. you know in I mean? my opinion, like, he doesn't change. It's just, he does, we yeah, change. He like, does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A good, that's a really good point. perspective yeah. of we, how he's seen yeah, it. It's so like a I think reverse development. It, yeah, it's a reverse yeah. Del- so the development, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's a different type of development mm-hmm. for us because... As a reader, as a reader, yeah, we're yeah. developing yeah. our perspective of Heathcliff. Yeah. Heathcliff himself is not changing. Yeah. It'd be different if you know you get a classic book where there's a guy who's a terrible person, yeah, but changed. then he meets a girl, falls in love, and now he's a good guy. Then we're not doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we have a guy who we think is terrible, but then we see why he is the way he is. And granted, he still can be edgy sometimes, yeah. but we give him that, you know. And yeah. then how he. But I feel like the development part kind of kicks in yeah, right. when we see, you know, towards the end of the book when Heathcliff is, you know, being put down. Yeah, like, yeah. he's he's being kind of like disrespected. He's, he becomes, yeah, what does he become? A servant. He becomes a servant, right? A so you get player. you get this, this big, flashy guy mm-hmm. who is, like, owns the place and yeah. is, like, the king of Wuthering Heights and has withstood all of this trauma and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And now he's a servant. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's, I feel like... That development, like the complete shift mm-hmm. in opposition, just completely brings out like the pity side of it. Yeah. That that I feel like that development was really accurate. That was good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, um and then uh, for like character interview. Oh yeah, we yeah, got we do we have, got, a, character we do have a special guest in the special house, um, Mr. Heathcliff himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna have um, James. I know your name. Right. We're gonna have James interview Mr. Heathcliff. Mr. Heathcliff, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay, Mr. Youssef, um so we read your story and um, we just wanted like wanted to know like how it felt when you're going through the hard times when you were battling Edgar with Miss Catherine here. Man, that was the love of my life. You know how hard it is? You ever love somebody, son? Mr. James, you ever love somebody? Oh yes, I do love somebody. <laughs> how would you feel? I'll feel if the person you love was taken from you. I'll feel horrible, sad. Yeah. I'm pretty mad. Pain drives you to do things. But um, why did you take it? Like, like, why do you want revenge? Why did you want? Revenge? See, that's what I'm trying to say, son. <laughs> if you listen, pain drives people to do things that no man should ever do. Got that? Yeah. Got that, son. Yeah. I just think. You know, coming from an estranged childhood. I didn't have parents. Brought in off the streets as a young. I didn't have no money. I was a broke boy. But I came into a house grateful. And I praised thy Lord every day. So um, what do you think about Henley, like, putting you down? Man, that boy. That's like a worker and stuff. I think... I think our perspectives of things were just different. We didn't see eye to eye, you know? We yeah. we we had conflict. We butted heads a little bit. And, you know, I think every man has to do what benefits man himself. Am I right? Right, yeah, Young right. boy, what's your name? What's uh, your name? Paul. Paul Lito. You got a lot to learn, young boy. Young one. So, um, moving on. Thank you for coming in, uh, Mr. Hitbeef. Any other questions? Um, um, so, we wanted to know, like, the main... Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, we want to know uh, how the main uh, character, you know, uh, how how, you, how your did main character you, like, feel about Lockwood when you first met him. Oh, that boy Lockwood. When I first met him, let me oh. tell you, when I first met Lockwood, I think I was a little bit rude to the boy initially, but not because. I didn't like him. It was more because of the fact that I was a little bit uncertain of his intentions. All right. You know what I mean, mate? I like I like I like Lockwood. Yeah. He was a good boy. Yeah. A good mate. Yeah. He took care of me when nobody else did. He was there for me. In my time and in, in my in my time in my time of need, that's a great man. I'm I I truly wish I would be a little bit more hospitalistic, showed more better hospitality to the boy when he first arrived to Wuthering Heights. And then, um, what you think about um, uh, Lockwood sending Hindley to college and keeping you? <laughs> man, now how if you have two dogs? And one of them just won't stop being a pain. And your yeah. wife, and, and my lady says, right. Honey, you must get rid of one of the dogs. Yeah. Which one are we choosing? Which one are you choosing, eh? Yeah. Get it? Well, I was the chosen one. Right. The other boy was shipped off. I think of it as. Shipped off? Shipped off. Shipped oh, off, shipped mate. Off. Oh, shipped off. I think box. of it as is a good thing for me. Yeah. For you, yeah, definitely. It benefited right. my life. But, but it also, changed me it also, for the better. That's where, like, it started. Like, the yeah. rivalry, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I just think, you know, there's there was some, some, some back and forth about it. But overall, I think it all worked out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Huh? Thank you, Mr. Heathcliff, for joining yeah. us today. No problem. All right, and um, all right, off to Ricardo. All right, today um, this section is about themes. Um, I feel like the two themes that are like prominent in this in this book that grow together together are love that never changes versus the incentive of revenge. So throughout the book, I feel like um, with people loving like 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 Heathcliff never changed his love towards Catherine, right? Mm. But then Catherine kind of stabbed him in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stabbed him in the back. That's him. I'm sorry. Can I pause? Yeah. Interrupt you real quick. Let me let me tell you something for all you. Let me tell you something for all you young boys. Listen to this. There's gonna come a time in your life, okay? And this this is Zarek, by the way. I'm back. I had to go to the bathroom real quick. Just a long bathroom break. Yeah. But there's gonna be a time in y'all's life where. You know, because since, you know, we're talking about the theme of love never changing. Yeah. There's going to be a time in your life when you're going to meet a woman or a man. For my men and women, you might meet a man or a woman. Yeah, right. You are going to fall in love. Yes. And by God, you chase that love. And it's going to drive you to do some things. You know, like Heathcliff, you know, we've seen that. Right? Because we... Cause, yeah, yeah. Cause love never changes. Yeah, he that's, really that's persevered our for the love. He he did persevere. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. I feel like that's the main thing that, yeah. that you gotta respect. That. You, you gotta, gotta respect it. Respect you gotta yeah, respect yeah. it. Good thing, good thing comes to those who wait. You know? good, uh, yes, sir. Uh, Amen. Uh,
in a mm-hmm. in a way, kind of. Maybe not in this instance. Yeah, not in this instance because he got he got burned. His girl found another man. But yeah. you don't wait. That's what I'm trying to say to y'all, mm-hmm. young ones. Y'all go out there. You you be some go getters, and that's what matters. And Heathcliff, right yeah, you know, and 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 Heathcliff, you know, I think you have some good points that you want you want to take away at that. Yeah. You, so you can get at that. Some evidence about this happening is um so Hinley um treats Heathcliff like like an like a worker. <laughs> Servant. 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 Servant to get revenge because Hindley was shipped to uh, to college instead right. of Heathcliff going to college. Because yeah. so, um, God forbid you have to learn, right, y'all? Get yeah. an education. So Hindley, from, from the start, tries to get revenge yeah. to um, Heathcliff. Mm-hmm. On Heathcliff. On Heathcliff. Yeah. And then that's one evidence. But another evidence is obviously um, Catherine marrying Edgar yeah. and Heathcliff trying to get revenge. That was cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was cold. But see, I feel like that, that shows a lot about Catherine. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it shows a lot about Heathcliff. I think no, no, it no, shows a lot about, about, lot, it shows a lot about yeah. Edgar, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It does show a lot about Edgar. Yeah. Like, like, he didn't care. Like, we, not we're over about. here. We're talking about, oh, Heathcliff. He really got burned bad. But Edgar. And, and, then, and then we go to point. Oh, Catherine, she did him wrong. But, but Edgar. It, he, <laughs> he, he Edgar didn't care. He knew that. Not one bit. Not one, not one instance so it, of it concern show was shown. It, it, it does show like a baby. He didn't, like, yeah, yeah, like, literally, yeah. they got baby. They didn't but, care about it. They did not care. It's not even like, oh, hey, you know, I love you, but this is forbidden because, you know, you are, you know, Heathcliff loves you. I got to respect that. No. Yeah. It shows about love too. They went like, in with yeah, Mary. About love too, because like Edgar, Edgar didn't care about like Heathcliff and stuff. And he does. just loved her. So. Love so, never changes. No, yeah. love changes. And what am I telling y'all about? And exactly, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. In love, driving you to do right. crazy things. Yeah. This is a primist. The whole story revolves around the simple fact of how a person is doing things that you would have never expected yeah. that specific type of person to do based on right. something that drove you know drove yeah. them to do it so uh talk about themes so which one do you think is like the one that is like the main of okay, the two which is the two that you named yeah or it's, just one no, that you which can. is it? did you name the two already yeah but like oh, main, main main is, just your main yeah, theme right. that you think mine i think oh yeah. uh, man love I would, and revenge I, well, I, like, yeah i would go with incentive right yeah i would go with incentive revenge um mm-hmm. I think that really has to it ties in love to it because yeah. love would be the incentive and mm-hmm. you know just revenge in itself is 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 a big ins uh what's it called incentive yeah it I was mean, crazy you know I mean, if you look at the character names i think the author named catherine's daughter catherine so heathcliff would have a second chance at getting like getting revenge since yeah. catherine the mother died yeah. so he forces his son, his son to marry can't catherine. Him join him yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it is. But really like, like this happened like in a span of like, like fifteen years. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't fast. Yeah, like, it was. Yeah. yeah. Like, so so that even goes to show the incentive of revenge. Right. You like, know what I mean? If it takes that yeah. long, if you, it yeah. takes that long, right. dude, you got a grudge. Yes. You have a grudge and a bone to pick with yeah. someone, Paul. What you think about it? Ah, uh, man, I think the main theme is about center around revenge. I yeah. think if you have nothing to lose in life. Is that scary? Because for Heathcliff, his life centered around the revenge part uh, towards the end, yeah. and then he didn't he didn't care about nothing. Isabel, yeah, right. Which is Edgar's sister. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he, he that's doesn't. Cold. That, that's, that's his. That's, that's his goal. Checkmate. Checkmate. Eye for an eye. That's what I'm talking that's about. That's what's right up. Everybody gonna be blind. He died, but <laughs> yeah. he's not. 
Yep. Uh, That's not the point. And then his son died too. And so then yeah, everybody. Kinda, it was. I mean, it kind of fell it apart. Was bad. But I mean, we just, did. So yeah. I mean, it shows about revenge. Yeah. You know, the outcome of revenge. It did work out. It worked out in the moment until death came upon them. And then Captain so. just marries his her cousin yeah yeah i think that shows another great example because where life goal ends in in, in death you know because he he was trying to accomplish uh his goals and stuff but yeah. death is the only thing that stopped him that's yeah, true that's, big. that's, that's, big. that's, that's, that's a big. that's a you know that's a driving force to have somebody to be able to you know spend their whole life coming from right. nothing it to goes, something you yeah. know coming off the streets mm-hmm. living you yeah, know on the later streets he becomes rich he became yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he went from he, he went like, from rag literally prime example in the 1800s of rags to riches that's hard, but yet that's once hard you get, it, it is hard to do it at that time but forget about that man I'm, I'm mainly concerned i'm not even concerned but i'm mainly surprised around the idea that if you can come from rags to riches you're still going to devote your entire life that you've turned around to try and get revenge <laughs> yeah. on someone you have just made your life from a zero to a ten scale in a span of what 20 30 years yeah and you're still going to spend the the rest trying to get revenge yeah that just shows how how big you know like we're talking about incentive of revenge being the being one a really prevalent prevalent theme Mm -hmm. right that just shows how big the incentive was that you're willing to throw away the last 30 years that you worked you were behind oh just to get revenge just to get revenge like i think that's what i think that was a motivating factor to to get rich too because he wanted the revenge yeah and he wanted the revenge you know getting rich he leaves he leaves leaves. yeah getting rich man you know you get you get money Money. it's it's like and and you know i don't know if i personally don't know because i'm not heathcliff Hmm. he was just here we missed him we should have asked him oh you're right and we'll get him next time when we're on here but it, it just shows like getting all the money man it's it may not get you everything yeah. mm-hmm. in the world, but, right. but it did. It, helps, it, it allowed. Helps. It did. It's a driving and, and factor, look, yeah? we're not saying money's gonna buy you everything, right. but I like am saying it is a tool. It did assist him. I'm not gonna lie. It gave him the platform to be able yep. to, you know, take upon his revenge. It didn't get him the girl though. Yeah. Maybe that was nowadays you get money, and you get the girl. Okay, but do you think that the <laughs> revenge yeah, was successful? Was it was successful. It was successful. Yeah, he married his sister. Right. Only dead stopped his revenge. That I mean, is true, because Catherine really. dies also, yeah. so he can't, he yeah. can't he marry can't anymore. anymore, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. Anyways. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I think he did get at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Edgar, little, everything worked bit. out. Everything worked out. Um, I think another thing, I think another thing that we really have to, you know, uh, tie in on, you know, is, of course, setting. Sensory details, right? Yeah. Um, I think something that... I, at least I personally reading this story. I don't know about y'all. The first thing once we open that book, right? Literally, when I say first thing, I mean page one. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Is what? Sensory details. Sensory, Sensory details. details. We talking about? Right. We, we, we talking about setting. Yeah. Weathering Heights, yep. a windy city. Or no, no, I'm sorry, yo, not a city. A windy place, a property owned by a man who's slim, slender, dark. dark. And also the rain. The rain. The rain. The rain it literally yeah. talks about. There's a whole. There is a whole paragraph in that story, y'all. If y'all get a chance to read it, I say, book. What I say, I told you a six out of ten, but I'm still gonna tell you that first, six that first, first, first three pages. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be, there's gonna be the most amount of Sensory detail pages. and imagery right. within just a span of two pages, just yeah. describing that's you true. in full detail what this, what you will have a vivid image of this house in your yeah, head forever. Yes. Sitting on a hill, mm-hmm. with just gigantic, Great. being able to withstand years and years mm-hmm. of thunderstorms and wind and mm-hmm. rain and all Dark. that and that just makes it infamous right yep. it makes it 
the one of the craziest things. It also gives things. you like mystery. Like it gives mystery. you it gives yeah. you that mystery so setting. How did you know the how? Uh, setting development kind of helped shape the story? Oh, yeah. taking over my questions. Yeah. Eh? Just like that, yeah. like yeah. like the mystery of the house also like translates to um. Uh, Heathcliff's yeah. Heathcliff's yeah, yeah, yeah. mystery because so, like, you don't know Paul, much you know, about wanted to take my question <laughs> right, I, it was golden the golden question it was exactly. a golden question right. that was, this was supposed to be my, my flame <laughs> I was going yeah so that you know that is good thanks for doing that Paul but transitioning into <laughs> that answer, what do you I, I you know answered my own question about you know how does it how does it you know help develop and all that kind of yeah. stuff I think it's it's crucial <laughs> you can't imagine just okay so let's say if you have this this setting right in the 1800s and a terribly dark place compared to like 2006 California yeah. in the sun. Sunshine. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah. No, no. You can't have revenge to that degree in <laughs> yes. California. Wouldn't Wisconsin. You'd be mad men. You can't California. do it. Right. Mm-hmm. You, Wisconsin is not a place yes. to have revenge. Yeah. No, right. No. It's just not. Yeah, you only mm-hmm. have it in Weathering Heights, right? Yeah, in Weathering, weathering Heights. Heights. Prime example. Mm-hmm. Where at? UK. Yeah. yeah, you can't. The British mates. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I think that's crucial. I think mm-hmm. it was one of the most important things part of the yeah. story. Uh, I also think it's really looked over. Mm-hmm. Does not get as much attention. Yeah, attention to detail true. is prime. really... It's it's prime in the story. Uh, yeah. um, you know, even going to the simple... Like, the, the little things, right? So... When they talk about fa- like the facial expressions yeah. on Heathcliff, like the dogs, mm-hmm. how the his you can see, see you know like sorrow, yeah, yes. exactly the dogs, how you can see sorrow mm-hmm. like just in his face, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it builds, it goes, it ties. I feel like the setting and uh-huh. the sensory details, the imagery, it ties together everything. Yeah. Yes, yes. You, you have like you have the imagery. It, it really does. Cause look, listen. Let me break it down. Paul, you listening? Yes, I am. I'm gonna give you a quiz after this. You better get it right. <laughs> if you have a man, right. okay, and I describe if I if you see a man, okay, and you see agony in his face, you know how you can see, you see a man and you just know he's gone through something. Yeah. yeah. He's got his eyebrows are all wrinkled, the forehead lines showing. You he's got a vein in his head throbbing. Don't see those the small There's a muscle details. in their face. There's a muscle in the face. You will immediately know that that man has gone through something, something and he is gur- currently going through something, right? Yeah. Right. You then understand the man's background. Mm. Okay? So right. it started with the detail of this man's face. Just simply his face. Yeah. And you can automatically find out how the man's feeling. You can pick up body language. Mm-hmm. That all, you know, I feel like it's really, it's important to the story. It well, helps it us it understand really the characters better because some things go unsaid. Yeah. You know what I mean? The book does not have to verbally Say include it. dialogue. Yeah, we don't have to have Heathcliff saying, hey, I am upset because you stole my girl. You kind of understand mm-hmm. it because you of the understand context. You understand it because of the details. context yeah. and the sensory details. And that's just character-related sensory details. Right. You it's then all, have yeah, yeah. setting-related sensory yeah. details. Yeah. You then have situational yeah. sensory details, right? So you can see, like, oh, when Heathcliff was in the house, right? Mm-hmm. The dogs came the dog, What do you think about the dogs, that's, actually? That, this is Re- Ricardo's favorite part of the book. Yeah, right here. Always, always talking about the dogs. Always talking about the dogs. The dogs come in. No, there was like they a attack lot of, everyone. Yeah. There was a lot of dogs. Yeah. Like the dog who bit um, Catherine in the leg. And yeah. the, that's a, that's a major the, part of the book. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, I mean, because uh, no, it's turning. No, that's yeah, where like that's, that's where she, she marries. Yeah, but like that's where she meets like Edgar basically. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know and then that's where the revenge. Part yeah, but that's is. still, it that's that's always in and out. But at the end, regardless of you know whether it's dogs or. You know where 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 it is. It's still like the sensory details and really like imagery. All that stuff plays plays a key part because you know, like we said, 
the setting is also super important because like you have a depressing area, right? It's yeah. definitely going to contribute better to the idea of a man wanting yeah, to seek revenge yeah, and yeah. being in sorrow That's compared like a to a man living in the sun. No, yeah, because like, like in the Beverly Hills, you know what I mean. It affects you. Like your setting affects you. It does. Like, like, it does. You kind of, you kind of focus your more. You kind of understand. You kind of understand the, the the motives of the characters. And stuff. It builds mood. Uh-huh. It builds setting. I love it. It's yeah. it's. It, I think it was really key. Right. I feel uh-huh. like I I really wish we could have you know understood yeah. a little bit more about that. Yeah, there's so many things like, about this book. There's so yeah, many it's, things, it's, really, like, man. It's too complex. Though, yeah, it is a more very you complex get into book. it, like, more things keep coming out, man. And, yeah. I, I mean, mean... Y'all got any other questions, though, you think? You got, um, like, you got like, any other questions? I mean... Okay. No, I think that's it for me. I mean, the author did really play, like... I mean, he did... Uh, she? Yeah, she did really, like, kind of set up the story really well. Like with the connecting the characters to the settings and how each character interacts. Oh my bad, y'all. Going off on a tangent, but you know, I, since you know, I think setting is super key. Personally, I think we, you know, we said that the setting helps reflect the characters. Mm-hmm. But one thing I really want to touch base on is how do you think that the setting developed characters? That I think that's something that's super super key in the book. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, it's just something that it's. Person, I, I feel like it's a personal opinion right. us yeah. for everyone, right? Um, let's start, James. What you think? How, do, mean, how do you think the setting really affected the characters? I mean, the one, do you think it had an effect? I mean, on the yeah, characters? definitely. At the beginning of the book, I think Lockwood is a prime example of how the setting affected him. Yeah, As, yeah for sure. Like, for sure. first impression of Weathering Heights, he already got a creepy feel. He wasn't, like, comfortable there. He was uncomfortable. Hesitant. Yeah, he didn't want to go. Yeah, and yeah. then he started questioning everyone, and they, he got creeped out by Heathcliff and stuff. So I think Lockwood was like a prime example of the you know setting affecting character yeah that's awesome um, uh-huh. yeah y'all, y'all got anything to add you, y'all agree with that no i think james answered that really good yeah i um, think you know i i really think everything everything played in you know strings yeah. were all yeah, strings every, were no, connected yeah that's you know what like, I mean? like like you were saying like, like ricardo was saying like I, I gave it a 6 out of 10 James you gave it a 5 out of 10 <laughs> uh ricardo and paul y'all lied and gave it higher no, grades I gave it really it's just because it's like like Complex. This kind it of makes stuff. you want like this kind you, of stuff that that, uh, that we see in the book is the main thing that drives us to actually want to understand uh, it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's all tied together pretty yeah. well. I will say that. Mm-hmm. That's that's what um, she did really good. She did do. The author did a very well job with that. Very okay. good job. Even though with it's that. complex, but like, yeah. it is complex. It, it's definitely a book that y'all gonna have to um, to get, have patience yeah, yeah. with. Okay. And I'm thank y'all for having patience with us. Thank you for listening to our long podcast. Today. Yeah, man. Oh, I, got, I broke a pencil. Uh, this is probably our last podcast. Mm-hmm. It probably will one. be our last podcast. We really enjoyed making these for y'all. Yeah, um, love it. Yeah, yeah, and if by any chance you know somebody were to hear this, I don't think anybody will. Yeah. Somebody does hear this, you know, we hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> And yeah, um, one more time, I think our sponsors, we have Zoloft Medicine. Yeah. We already told you all the things that you shouldn't do if you're taking it, and the things that will happen if you right. do take it. And then we got the Lanterns. 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 Brewers. It's LED, Lanterns. too. It's LED Lanterns. lights. It's LED lights. Yes, sir. All right. And that's going to be it for y'all. Right. Thank, Thank you for joining our Thank Group y'all. 1 podcast. Bye-bye.